What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Mike and Doug podcast. We have a very special guest here. We're here with Craig from Top That One. What's up, Craig? What's up, everyone? Thank you, boys, for having me on. Thanks for coming, taking the time to chat with us, Craig. Of course, of course. Got a, a lot to get into. <laughs> Where to start, right? Where to start? Well, Where were you conceived? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I live in Rochester. If that's that where you're where you from? Were getting. I'm from Rochester. Yep, right where uh, right where Mike is from. We went to the same high school, played on the same varsity team. McQuaid. And that's McQuaid. McQuaid nice. Jesuit Knights. Nice. Proud yeah, alumni. Good times. Oh yeah, a lot going on there. So, how was uh how was golf during high school? It was well, good. How it was, was golfing very... with Mike? During high school, I yeah. only played with Mike. I, I don't even really, I think we were on JV at one point together. I don't know how many years. And then we were on varsity, I think two years together because he was a year younger than me. But it was just really, it was really competitive. Yeah. Just because the, the pedigree of golfers who've in our area who came through McQuaid, the program was run more like a college golf program, honestly, with just the practices and the preparation and everything mentally. So it was, it was intense, but that's kind of why I, you know, high school golf, I had a lot of fun in, but that kind of was it for me. And that's why I didn't go on. Mike went on collegiately, of course, but that was where my career. Craig, you had a, Craig, me had a brick wrong. wall. You had a short lived uh, club golf career, right? I did. You're right. Yeah. Said um, my freshman year, I went to Xavier grade school. Highly recommend for anyone looking into it. Xavier University in Cincinnati. I uh, went to, yeah, went to Xavier freshman year and was club golfed. They're located in Cincinnati, for those who don't know, um, kind of right near the Kentucky border. So played a lot of tournaments in Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, traveled around and played some really cool courses. Nice. Yeah. And how was, how was that, the club golf experience? Was that a good time? You enjoyed that? It was. It was only for those who may be thinking that they don't want to commit to a full D1, D2, D3 college program. Club golf, it was only like one practice a week, very chill. Mm -hmm. And then I think two or three times, I think it was maybe three times a semester or two, we went on a tournament. Like I said, we traveled. We had a, one in Kentucky, a couple in Ohio, Pennsylvania, just you'll probably stay close to wherever your college is and you just go play, play a tournament, stay in a hotel, have a fun night with the guys in your team or, or girls on your team. Now that I think about it with the, the rise in people playing golf, I just met someone like an hour ago because I was wearing an ODU golf shirt and he was like, Hey, you play ODU golf. And I was like, like used to, I'm kind of just helping them out now. And he was like, he was like, do they have like, student managers i'd love to be a student manager for a golf team and i'm like where, where was this this is that football really? and i'm like really yeah. wow and i'm like what he was like yeah it's like i got into golf last year and i just love it and i just want to play can i be a wow. manager and i'm like oh golf really don't have managers <laughs> and he was yeah, like it's not like football yeah then he was like he's like yeah it's like if he said, if some D3 wanted me as a walk-on, I would so go and play golf. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, And then I was just thinking, because you said club golf, that's like a perfect opportunity for golfers who just got into it that want to play golf like once a week, like organized once a week. 
type exactly. stuff. Exactly. And there's not tournaments too often, you know, you could still focus on schoolwork, still have a good time, go out and see the town where you live. You know, not every weekend's tied up with tournaments and practices. Like it's two or three a semester. So you get maybe five a year. So yeah, I mean, it's hard I, to get I, more than that anyway. I mean, we played, we play four in the fall and like seven in the spring. And it's like, that's a lot. Honestly, 11 tournaments are like, you know, six or seven in one semester. It's it a lot. Right. Like it, it pretty much feels like every weekend you're busy. So it's like. Yeah. And I know um, your brother, Phil, he was telling me sometimes you play 36 holes. You're there at like, like 7 a.m. and you don't leave till dark. Those are yeah. long days. I can only imagine. Yeah. And then the traveling as well. And there's not really like we don't get allotted really any like travel or like vacation day. So it's like you pretty much, you know, we played like a tournament in in Arizona and we had to literally fly there like that afternoon. And then we had a practice round the next day and then 36, 18, and then leave after the 18 holes. Wow. So it's like to have the, you know, like the time difference. And then just, you literally get there, like, you know, you know, that night, then practice round and then 36 all day. It's, it's a lot, honestly. Yeah. It's like, there's no time to relax or enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't imagine seem playing like club it. golf. I would enjoy that if I'm just, if I'm not playing competitively, like once a week, just go out and hit a couple like go play halls with guys that are all interested in just playing once a week. Exactly. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. And you, I bet you made some decent friends doing it too. I did. Yeah. I, uh, I left after one year of course to come back to, to Rochester and go to Fisher, but I was actually, I had already signed on to be, I believe the secretary of the club golf. Cause there was, there's a president and a vice president who handle a lot of the scheduling and I was going to be the secretary um, but I, I laughed, so I had to pass off those duties, but there's also, you know, for those who just feel like getting a leadership role in, in golf, you could always be, uh, you know, like a staff member on the club golf team, if, if that, that's what you want to do. So there's, it, it creates all kinds of opportunities. That's for right. sure. Right. Yeah. There's tons of, tons of stuff. And yeah, I mean, there are, I talk to tons of people all the time that are like, you know, they're former athletes or former high school athletes or, you know, starting college and they want to get into golf and stuff. That's definitely mm -hmm. a, a good, it's a more low key way to do it than, yeah. than right. being hit over the head with it every day. But, yeah, no, I mean, definitely, yeah. definitely. I think, I think that's probably something you'll see growing a lot. A lot. I agree. Yeah. But yeah. What, what would we do with a man golf manager? I don't know what they would do. I don't what clean my clubs. <laughs> my clubs. Yeah. It's all be, like like a cat, be like a caddy, I guess, would yeah. be your golf manager. Because practice, like, organize all yeah. the clothes, maybe. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. time. It's like one time again the year. Yeah. I know golfers like BGA Tour players have agents, but they're the ones in charge of all like the media, scheduling media, and travel and endorsements yeah. and sponsors. But yeah, hmm. I don't know. Interesting. That so, is interesting. So you left Xavier, Craig, your freshman year to come back home to Fisher, right? Yes. Yep. Came back home to Fisher. Fisher's not far from McQuaid, so I knew the area. Yep. Sure. Is it sure. a big school? Uh, there's only like 4,000 kids, I want to say. D3 pretty school. small, pretty located campus right in one little area. Yeah. Well, you've been by. I've taken you by a bunch, Doug. It's, it's, it's right near awesome. Oak Hill. Yeah. It's right like, across from like, Nazareth. It's pretty much like the same size as Nazareth, right? Maybe a little bigger. Well, yeah, about the same, but it's 30 seconds from Oak Hill. So yeah. if you oh, know where Oak Hill is. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, and Aronicoy and all that's all, and that's mm-hmm. all on that same road, but mid, right next to Midtown stuff. And it's so yep. cool, Craig. So that's when you you came back your sophomore year. So that would have been 2018. 2018, yes. Very cool. Very cool. So is this around the time that Top That One was created or when did that all start? Top That One, I believe, was my junior year in college because I was, yeah, I had been at Fisher one summer because I was back home. Because, of course, when I was away, I wasn't my brother, Dave, who's probably the central figure that most people who know Top That One know. We weren't, we weren't living together. We won't, weren't really doing much together because we were eight hours apart. So then when I came back, I think top that one, the first video we ever filmed, the one that went viral, the infamous pond jump video, we filmed <laughs> that in May of 2019. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Zerat was in that one. Zerat, Zerat was the commentator. Patron, who, like you know him, he yeah. was another one of our varsity golf high school McQuaid guys. And lots of videos, of course, but Patron, Zerat, and then Dave missed the putt, and he ended up at the bottom of Creek, and I was the the cameraman. Yeah. And then it all spiraled from there. What? Uh, what? What? So, how viral did that go? It went. I know on TikTok we posted it, and it blew up more than Instagram. Um, but I, I just remember posting it to my. You know, we put it everywhere we could, just because it was. I, it was like, it was a bit staged. It's, you know, the interest of full disclosure, but just even, even with isn't staged these days, that's right. But I mean, it it was so funny that it kind of, the fact that it was staged gets kind of overshadowed just because it's so, it's just so shocking that he did it. Yeah. Right. Staged or not, it's still just hilarious to watch. Yeah. It's just how he did it too, where he, he like, there's a swan dive. That's what we called it. He like, he didn't like curl up in midair with like, he mm-hmm. didn't have like, like a reflex with his body. He just full out like swan dive and just hit the water. And if you want me to tell a quick story about what happened after. Yeah. To kind of set the scene, I'll, I'll tell a quick story. So it was off the green of a par four and to the right of the greens, this massive pond, almost like a lake. So he ran off the green, jumped in there because he was mad. He missed an important putt. Yeah, And down there, he comes out of it. And Zerat, Patron, and I are like in shambles, dying, laughing. And Dave comes out without his glasses. He somehow had his wallet in his pocket, his glasses on his face, and his phone in his pocket still. When he jumped? When he jumped. So the phone and wallet stayed in his shorts. Actually, I think he had green pants on. They stayed in the green pants. But he came up. We have it right. Yeah, we have it right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right there. You see him run and jump. (laughs) <laughs> full out splash in just like the splash was like like a crocodile just jumped in but yeah, the, the, so thing, the, the, the funniest part was he went in with glasses on and he, when he came out they weren't on oh my. <laughs> so i was like dave where the hell are your glasses so he had to go back in there luckily it was like a crappy weather day so there weren't many people on the course so we <laughs> stayed on that hole for an extra 25 minutes. Well, he went back, he went back into the water, feeling around blindly with his hands in the mud, mm-hmm. and then finally just came up with his glasses. Did you find a lot of golf balls? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't he, we finished the round. It was the 13th hole. We finished the last five holes. Why wow, was all wet? Yeah, he was all wet, like everything. We That's were so like freezing. Yeah, it was, I think it was, well, it was May in New York. So it was probably, I think yeah, it was like 50. Freezing. <laughs> yeah. But he, he just like, 
at that point we were all just like in partly shocked partly like i'm sure he had adrenaline that would just carried him through just just the fact that what he did that he actually jumped into a pond on a golf course but uh what led to that decision of him like, jumping how did he come up with that were you guys just like let's just jump he was like does just jump in the water like how'd that work yeah he was the water just like it was full like it, it was a pond it wasn't like uh wasn't like halfway you couldn't see we it was just like a a full pond because i'm pretty sure that rained like recently yeah. so it was full so i i don't know who suggested it probably me because i'm the one who comes up with all the ideas and <laughs> dave just does them because i'm i'm the cameraman <laughs> but, and dave's just like he just has reckless abandon and that he you know and that video happened and then that night we were just talking about it in bed you know because we we shared a room at the time as well yeah nice. so we were just like we were just like shooting the shit at night one night and after that video we had like people were like going nuts on all our social media platforms just like our personal accounts and then that's how we decided i just thought the name topped that one just because we both said like there's no way that video can be topped it's just like it, it's just like the greatest we just thought it was the greatest thing yeah so we said there's no way we could top that one and then that's i guess how the name originated and the the instagram account was created that night and we just kind of went from there how many uh views did it get on tiktok tiktok I, i'm not exactly sure to be quite honest with you because i'm pretty sure it got taken because tiktok and their guidelines i'm sure you guys have heard and seen videos they get taken down if there's like um harm or bodily injury uh, they get like they get like little flags that pop up so it got taken down into a couple million so no one could see it anymore that otherwise it probably would have blown up even more but we did have one where he was like christmas time and he was like carrying laundry down the stairs and i was by the light switch so as soon as his foot hit the top step oh i, I remember the, I, I flicked the, i flicked the switch off and it was just like absolute mayhem and pandemonium as he fell down the stairs with the laundry basket then at the bottom of the stairs i flicked the light on there's just laundry everywhere. He's like crumpled in a heap at the bottom of the stairs. And that one got like seven or eight million views. Yeah. And then it eventually got taken down also for harm or bodily injury. Yeah. It was that video was hilarious because it was like, yeah. And there was Office theme song playing yeah. in the back. It was just <laughs> like, yeah, it was like I, we were just bored one night around Christmas. That's mostly how our videos were, just like the most out of context just craziest things right that's hilarious wow. so is that video what like spawned the creation of top that it one? is oh, it is, is that? yeah i mean we've always we've always been like you know we've always enjoyed social media and then that with that video happening just the response we got from people we're just like and then of course mike as you well know getting into ecc which is like his country club true uh, par three course in our backyard that was this i designed that uh in 2020 when COVID hit because we couldn't really do anything else outside or right. really anywhere yeah. and then that's how that's really where our account started to grow because we started we we were still filming the short clips and like little little comedic uh scenarios or whatever that we'd post but then we started filming longer videos like actual golf videos at ECC, which is in our backyard. Mm. And that really only created, you know, people were 
I think really fascinated with the idea of having a par three course in the backyard. And yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty cool par three course. That's right. Let alone like to be in your backyard. Yeah. You know, my, and my, my dad, he does all the maintenance. We, we help out when we can with that. And then, wow. so that really, once we started doing that as well, on top of all the shorter videos that we did, that's really when, you know, we started doing weekly videos, sometimes two a week in between when we were at college or at work or whatever. And we were putting those out. And then that's how we, we hit like 10 K on followers on Instagram within a couple of years. And it was just nuts the trajectory that it went. So we, we felt at that point we started out, it was like on a, a total whim, you know, and then to see it get like that. Yeah. And you guys have about 15,000 followers now. Almost. I think it's like, yeah, 14.8 or something. Yeah. You know, it's only at that point, it's just, it's just our own, you know, it's our own ego or our own. We just like to, you know, it's cool to, to see that's not really like, even if only we've had as many, I think our highest video on Instagram's like a mini golf video we did with our friend Jeff and it was like 630,000 views. Mm -hmm. But even if, even if like 500 people would watch we or 200, we'd still be doing it just because at this point we, we enjoy it so much. And we've gotten so many people commenting and reaching out that it's, you know, as long as we can maintain it around our, our regular lives, we're going to keep it. I mean, yeah, I think it, it looks fun. If, if I had a camera and I told Mike to go jump in the pond, I think that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the, the, the shocking, you know, obviously you have to, Dave's done some things that have borderline, like put his, his health and like physical well being and, uh, and jeopardy. Yeah. But if you can, if you can walk the line of, being crazy but still like and just being more creative too crazy obviously like jumping in a pond that's just more crazy that's not really creative because you see videos of that all the time yeah but that's how we kind of realized you know that was the big thing that opened the door for us and then since then it's been like like even this year we did a obviously like to those who watch the golf channel there's always the playing lessons with the pros segments Mm -hmm. so we created like a spinoff of that playing lessons with dave comma a pro so mm -hmm. then we had like dave go through and like explain a scenario like a golf shot or a situation on a course as if he knows what he's doing like perfect technique perfect strategy and then as soon as he gets up to hit the shot he just completely botches it and gets all mad and like says cut the camera so just like creative <laughs> stuff like that that we, we we like to play on people's emotions and make them think or make make them think we're doing one thing and then there's like a huge shift at the end so just being more creative with it is where we get all our enjoyment from yeah and dave's got quite the personality for it too he he seems like he, he really does he could be a we've had many people say he could be like a hollywood actor like he, he i it's just like he's really good with public speaking yeah he won the at mcquade mike he won the uh senior speech award did he his senior yeah, you know the big uh, speech competition. Yep, yep. He won that for his grade, so he's just like a natural. I'm more of an introvert, which is why I think I, you know, I've come out of my shell a bit. But that's why I think I was naturally the cameraman. Yeah. The the behind the scenes puppeteer, and then Dave was just such a good actor that between the two of us, it's been such a interesting dynamic. Yeah, that's awesome. And you guys 
you guys also have uh, some pretty famous fans of the of Top mm-hmm. Cat One. Is that right? We do. We and do. Wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, the, it, he just happens to be the best wide receiver in the entire world. Yeah, so how did that come about? And tell us uh, who that is. That would be Mr. Devonta Adams, who was on the Packers from about 2014. I think he was drafted until up until this last March, I think it was. And then he was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, much to my disappointment. But because I'm, I'm a, it started out where I was, I've been a huge Packers fan. Dave could take your leave football, but he'd watch here and there. But I, you know, I had Devonta Adams' jersey, grew up watching him. Um, he was, you know, Aaron Rodgers' right hand man for the last few years. And he really emerged as the best wide receiver. Like it's pretty, obviously there's other good ones like Cooper cup and Stefan Diggs. And, but he's like emerged as the common thought best wide receiver. So, I mean, yeah, he was number one pick in my draft. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he's just like, so he's just, I could go on and on for an hour and a half about all the things he is. He's just amazing. So how it, one night I just woke up, I went to bed, woke up the next morning. And this was, uh, this was about what last July, I think. So July of 21, we had been doing our videos for a few years and, you know, we actually have Rob Kardashian follows us, which is like the most random thing. Cause we keep track. We can see on our, on our like uh, log of Instagram, Dave ride from time to time just to see who, because when a lot of people follow us, we just see if anyone, you know, anyone we know or anyone with the blue check mark, obviously they show up. So yeah, Rob Kardashian Dream Daddy started following us. So we clicked on the account and it's his personal account. Wow. So it's like, what the hell? But anyway, get back to Devante. Yeah, I woke up one morning like last year and I had like, it was on my, my screen. Uh, Tay Adams wants to send you a message. So I'm like, what the hell? And then Dave comes running in like not so long after. So he must have seen it. And he knew Devontae Adams was like my second favorite player behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So he comes running. He's like, Devontae Adams just, just like DM'd us. So I open it up and it said something to the effect of watch all your golf videos. Y'all are entertaining as hell. And then he said, yeah, or something like I came across your account. I don't even know how. And that at that point, I was just like, I was stunned for like three hours. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what, I don't even know what happened. So then we got talking to like, what'd you say after, to him like afterwards? I, after I just, I just responded and, you know, I told him I was a huge fan, been watching him. And then I said, I didn't know, do you golf? Cause I, I didn't know why he'd be coming across a golf video on his yeah. Instagram or whatever. Cause he saw us on Instagram. I knew that much. And he's just like, oh yeah, I play golf. Um, you know, I, I've really gotten into it lately. Uh, he plays with, I guess, Robert Tanyan, who another Packers, the Packers tight end. Mm-hmm. He follow, he follows us as well. He's a huge golfer and they're pretty good friends from their time as teammates on the Packers. So we just got talking to Devonte Adams. Like I like he'd post like a, a picture cause he lived out of California at the time and in, in the off season. So he'd play Pebble beach all the time. So I'd like slide up from on, on his story and, and say like what I asked him like what club do you hit on this hole and he like responded not long after and we talked for like we exchanged back and forth for like a half an hour about how he plays that hole and it's just like it just got like kept going and going 
like after a game, like after a Sunday night game, I, I DM him Monday morning just to see if he'd respond and he'd talk. Like I'd ask him a question and he'd like respond or say something about the game or something. Wow. And so it was just like the most, and every time I talked to him or even like thought in my head that he was the person, because it could have been any NFL player coming across our video, but it's, it's literally one of the, the fact that it was one of the best football players in the entire world, Pretty much. like future hall of famer, best wide receiver. And he was like my favorite player on my favorite team. It's just like, it couldn't have like worked out any better. So it was just, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. to this day, it's crazy. And I'm, and we, we talk a good amount, you know, from time to time, he, you know, he responds as he's the, like the busiest guy in the world, of course, because he, yeah. he's a pro athlete. So, but he still gets back, you know, pretty regularly to us when we talk to him. And then he even in our, we, we filmed cause his brand is one seven cause he's the number 17 for the Packers and now the Raiders. So his brand is one seven. So we, I, I schemed up with Dave one night. We, we came up with the one seven challenge, which was a golf challenge. So yeah. we like, we centered a theme around them and we actually, I just reached out to him cause we, we were going to have him out to ECC to, to play because he said last year he would but that was before he was traded so obviously his life got a little more complicated um so he couldn't make it out this year but he agreed to film the intro for us which we just edited into like the the first like the opening scene of our video yeah so which was like the the craziest thing hearing him say mine like my craig and dave just like at like talking like he knows us it's just it's so it's just un, unbelievable i mean i would be pooping my pants all the time <laughs> if like someone jason from day. like like adam scott or like jason day would be messaging me and like sending me videos like yeah, yeah. i mean you can only imagine like it, it it literally will never seem real to me like every time i do it i just feel like the luckiest person every time i like interact with them or even like i'll i'll like see from time to time that he like he like liked the video or like saw a story or something just as I'm scrolling through or Dave, Dave notices it. And it's just like to know that, like when we film something, he's taking the time out of hit, like his schedule is loaded with, with like commercial, he does commercials for Taco Bell. He's endorsed, got all these endorsements, all these media obligations. And he takes time still to watch our golf videos. It's just, it's really surreal. Yeah. And then to have him in, in a video and hopefully in the future, because I, I don't foresee him getting traded for a while. So I don't think he'll have as crazy of an off season as he just did. So we're still hoping to have him. He said he'd fly, he, he, you know, he told us before he got traded, he'd fly out in his off season to film a video out here. So I'm hoping in the future we can make it happen. Yeah. That'd be crazy. He's that like, would be like, I would just be, no, I would, I would be like, It'd be you know, like the only other person who could maybe like I could just be absolutely dumbstruck by would be like Tiger or like, you know, Rory or Justin Thomas or somebody like that. I met I met Michael Leishman and he's nothing special, but I yeah, like, I mean, he's still get, a big time golfer. I struggled to get some words out when I met him. <laughs> yeah, Look, you met him twice. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's something about watching. Because you know he Devontae's and and all the NFL and golf they're on TV. There's something about you watch somebody on TV for so long, and then when they're right in front of you, giving you their attention, like sh even shaking their hand, it's just like it's something about your brain that just can't fully process the reality of it. Yeah, but, 
even even like hearing someone like Devonte like t- saying our names over a video message that he had a, that he you know sent to us to edit in it just like it didn't even seem like i was in in the the reality that we're in right now living it's yeah. just it's hard to explain but it's, ever, it's just such a cool thing did you ever think stuff like this would happen when you started the channel um to be honest with you we started it with no real plan no real trajectory um like idea of where it would go we knew we knew because dave and i we've been around golf so much so we know like since we could walk my brother and i my brother dave by the way for those listening he's two years younger than me um went to mcquade varsity golfer but he's just like it's hard to explain mike he's just a hard kid michael tell you he's just a hard kid to to like diagnose or like explain he's just he just brings a different energy than anyone like I've multiple people have said, like, he's just the, like people who golf all the time with different people just said, there's nothing like around the golf with Dave. <laughs> and it's, it's just so true. He, he's just, a he's just so entertaining. And, but I knew, I knew given my, cause I, I'm always like, I'm a real cerebral person. So I'm always thinking of ideas, like what, like thinking, putting myself in the place of people who would watch the videos thinking what would I want to see if I were them yeah. and then projecting that. And then Dave, Dave is just so good at making any idea we come up with come to life just as like the main attraction. And then we've been fortunate enough. It started out with just Dave and I doing videos. And then we had people like Patron, like Zerat, uh, Mike, we had you and Phil and your buddy, Nick, and we yeah. like just Mason and then we've had so many of our friends who we met at golf courses, golfing, golfed with in high school, met in college, just have like featured on the channel. And then, you know, people like Devante. And we even had, I don't know if you, you boys might know Good Good, of course. The, yeah. they're, they're one of the best golf YouTube channels out there. Uh, their buddy, Bradley Kruger, who used to edit YouTube videos for all of them. We yeah. actually, he's from Rochester. And he, re- he reached out to us. He's another one who reached out to us on Instagram because he knows he's from the area. He saw our, came across one of our videos somehow. So we got to talking to him and we had him out here this summer and filmed a video with him. He's like the nicest, absolutely brilliant editor. Like all the videos that y'all have seen online between GM Golf or even some good good in the early stages or Bryson DeChambeau's YouTube channel. That's all been Bradley editing it. So to meet him, to meet him and golf with him, and we had such a good time and good match. So just like the like the people we've already met, even just like three to four years into this social media experience, you might say, it's just been absolutely nuts. It's just been it's it's hard to fathom, but yeah. What I would say, what uh, got a question for you. What advice would you give to someone starting like the social media account? Obviously in your case, you guys do mostly what Instagram and TikTok? Instagram, TikTok. We've started doing YouTube a little just because Instagram gets kind of finicky sometimes with letting you post long because our matches, Mike, you know, our matches are like usually anywhere from 25 to 40 minutes. So on Instagram, we have to break them up into two or three parts. Whereas YouTube, of course you can post, you know, as long as you want. So we've, We've done some, we only have like 730 or 40 subscribers on YouTube just because we don't ever really advertise it. But, you know, we've done all sorts of, yeah, Instagram mainly, I'd say. 
and TikTok we've we've had some success on. Yeah, so I guess just in the case of like Instagram, what advice would you give to someone that, that wants to start like a Instagram account like yours? Well, it's it's tough to I'd love to say have one video that really gets you on the map and then you can kind of go from there. But I would definitely consider how we got going with top that one as, as fortunate and lucky just because you know of the success that we had with our video, uh, the pond jump video. But I would just say, I've heard people say it too, so I'll echo their sentiment. Really hone in on like, whether it be golf or, you know, what, like what, whatever, like Mr. Beast of, on YouTube, you know, he goes, he has all his, like he has people come onto his channel and he does different challenges, but choose one thing that make sure you appeal specifically to one demographic of people. Sports mm-hmm. is a great one because, you know, there's people who have basketball channels, football. There's that one football punter. I think he's destroying or whatever mm-hmm. is his name, but he's like a former D1 football kicker who films football videos. Um, but just like pick one area of social media or like one, uh, make sure you appeal to at least one demographic just to get yourself going. So we, of course, the golf demographic, you know, and, and in Rochester, there's not many people doing golf stuff a lot of them a lot of golf accounts like good good or you know bryson dechambeau and and bit much bigger accounts than ours they live full like in down south like in florida or texas or mm-hmm. even out west in california so it's easier for them to be full year round and film videos all the time but it's tougher for us to do it up here you know where it's seasonal and we only have half the year is nice weather so just make sure you appeal, make sure you just to get your foot in the door. Cause that's the biggest thing. The hardest thing we ever had to do with the account was get like the first 600 followers. You have to build some sort of a base of a following on social media. Right. But if you, but if you appeal to one demographic, that's, and, 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 you know, it, it you gotta be patient with it as well. It's not going to happen overnight. It takes time, but you can really, there's algorithms on, TikTok, there's algorithms on YouTube and Instagram that really allow your content to bloom. And just really, and even in our bio, we changed it to say the best, or I think it's like the best golf entertainment around. You know, it's it's golf too, but people every there's so many videos of people golfing. And obviously some people just love that. But with Dave, especially the entertainment factor of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like you, you appeal that allows us to appeal to people who might not be diehard golfers, but people who just are looking for a laugh yeah. or, you know, just come across and maybe they've had a bad day. And then they see Dave like absolutely send a golf club into like the outer space. And then, you know, it, it makes them Funny, laugh a little bit. Every time he hits a shed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every he time he hits, hits but, every time he shanks it off that or, or he misses a pot and he just like, like absolutely blood curls, screams into the, like just all the things he does, all his outfits, you know, stuff that, stuff that, you know, people you have to, in order to be successful, you have to put yourself in other people's shoes and, and do the best you can at estimating what they, what you think they want to see. And then you, once you can do that, then you can, you know put some variants in it come up with different ideas and just also like look at what other people are doing obviously 
and like as like a content video creator you don't want to be ripping other people off like copying their ideas so you got to find some originality to it but gauge what other people are like what other accounts or channels or sites other people are enjoying and then tailor yours get your own little spin on it and then you know that's all you can really do and let time take its course and be patient and and it also because Dave and I like we we did this in college we were busy you know we were as any college student is we were busy with classes we both worked at golf courses for five years up through high school and college so we really we had to like make it a point to like schedule times we were going to film videos I I'm the main editor we don't have we don't hire an editor I do all the editing on like iPhone software not the most uh you know not the most in-depth mm-hmm. editing but it, it, that's, we do what we do what we have time to do and obviously yeah obviously people enjoy it what we're doing so it, you got to make time for it as well yeah i think i'm you know you guys stay consistent too right like you're consistent posting right. stuff for how many years now three years it's it'll be well we're about three and a half now i'd say right so three and a half years yeah of like consistently mm-hmm. posting stuff what like weekly i'd say I'd say we post, you know, we do, we do a longer video once a week we try to do, but then we do in between that. Like if, if something crazy happens, like if Dave makes a 70 foot putt on the green, which he does like every other match, we'll like, we'll like, I'll edit that into a smaller video and then we'll post that as like a 15 to 20 second clip. And then those, you know, just throughout the week to, so people can see people who maybe don't have time to watch our full 40 minute video they can see a hot, the highlights from it or like a crazy yeah. happening. And then they could still be engaged that way, maybe get a laugh out of it, you know, and then they decide to follow us and we're happy they do. Yeah. Well, that's some, that's great advice. Thanks mm-hmm. for that, Craig. Of course. Yeah. So let me ask you, where, where do you see the top of that one going? Like, is this something you and Dave are just going to keep doing for fun? I mean, what, uh, what does that look like? Ideal, like ideally. What would you, if you could pick, what would you want to do? Ideally, you know, obviously there's the money aspect because, you know, as we get older, we have to be able to fund our lives. You know, Um, we, we don't make, people always think, you know, obviously YouTubers uh, make, make it like if you get, once you hit a million subscribers on YouTube and every video you post and every million views you get, the YouTubers make so much money. Um, but obviously you got to be realistic too. Um, Dave and I, you know, we do it. We've always done it for fun. We don't do it for money. We don't make much money. We've had, we've had brands like um, body armor. I'm sure you and Doug know that mm-hmm. body armor. Yeah. We, they just like DM'd us one night and we're like, send us your address. We'll send you some free body armor. We love your videos. So then we did. And, and Dave and I had like a supply of body armor for two weeks. It was nuts. Like there, there, it wasn't a sponsorship, of course, but just like, just like stuff, you never know it, the beauty of it is. And the beauty of social media is like Devonte Adams could have been, I'm sure he was in California when he came across her video. Cause it was during his off season. He, that's 3000 miles away from us in New York. And somehow he still found our video, still got in contact with us. And now, you know, he's in quotations, a friend, we haven't met him, but you know, he's, I consider him to be like a, like a social media friend, you know, Yeah, until we actually meet him someday, but just the amount of people you can interact with, you never, you absolutely never know 
and and Devonte proved that for Dave and I. Like you never know when you wake up what DM's going to be sitting in your in your messages, or you never know what opportunity is going to come up, or you know. So we don't we don't have like we're not going to be like a full time invested YouTubers because Dave's Dave's going on for his master's degree and. I think he's mental health counseling. He wants to be. And then, you know, I'm a paralegal at a law firm. So I've already started my professional career after working at golf courses. So, you know, obviously we're not, we're not going to be able to be like good, good or them who dedicate their entire lives as fun as that would be, you know, the money, the monetary aspect of it would be really tough, but we're going to, as long as we can, like ECC is not going anywhere. You know, my, my dad just retired from 32 years of teaching so now he's he has full time to maintain it (laughs) he plays out there all the time more than anyone and we have we've had so many including you and phil you know we've had you guys were new this year to come out like each year we've each year since ecc has been really established we've had a handful of new people coming over we have friends over all the time for the first time just trying to spread and really encourage other people to it's a lot of you know, we're fortunate. We, I don't know, we had like land out there that we built or my grandpa and dad, like 10 years ago, built up into a green. And fortunately the the end product, as people see, came out really good, but just like, and we've had a lot of people ask like, how hard would it be to build our own green? And, you know, we've given them tips on what we've done, but just encouraging people to really, it's about growing the game. That's, it's a cliche answer. And that's all, as long as we can do that, we're just going to keep, and as long as we keep getting positive feedback and, and our love for golf isn't going anywhere, it's the greatest game ever played. So we're just going to keep doing what we can, making time for it, you know, prioritizing it among the many other things that come up in life. And, you know, you never know who might, uh, I can only dream of that, of the fact that Tiger Woods maybe during his recovery was in a hospital bed on his phone on Instagram and maybe came across one of our videos and watched a couple minutes of it. Sure. Yeah. You know, you never, you, you absolutely never know. Like if, if Tiger had watched me golf at my house on his phone, I, that, if I knew that he did, I would like melt into the carpet. Like that would just be the cool, that would be the coolest thing in the world. So you just yeah. never know where it could take you. We're just, we're just, you know, it's tough to, obviously there's things, there's certain opportunities that, that might come along that we'd be open to, you know, engaging with, but we got to be realistic with things. Not every, not everyone's going to blow up and be, have a hundred million subscribers on YouTube, like dude, perfect or whatever. So just be be realistic about it, but at the same time, just see where the hell it goes. Do you you guys have any haters? (laughs) We do. We do. We've had, I mean, most of the people who watch, like we have people, we've had people say like, why the hell would you do this video idea? (laughs) Like, you know, we've had the biggest thing I'll I'll say right now for those who watch golf videos, ending a match in a tie is like the, is like people's absolute least favorite thing in the world. We've had to end just because just whether it be daylight or, you know, one of us has to go to work and, and the time we allotted to film didn't allow for like a playoff and then we tie the first playoff hole ending a match in a tie we've had people like go ape shit on us but like but it's like at the same time we can we're not gonna we don't want to post it like an hour and a half video and just like never have it end 
So there's been people like that, but what, what I, we, we're never like, if someone comes after us in a comment, you know, we'll either, we, we don't want to like, we, we kind of censor it in a way we like, if it's a hateful comment or something, we'll delete it or we'll block the person. Cause then they don't ever have to worry about seeing us again if they don't like us, but mm-hmm. we never like lash out or like we've had, we've had other accounts, like other accounts on Instagram will post it. Like it, it's happened so many times. You might've seen the video with, it had just rained at Deerfield, our home course. And there's like a massive puddle on the green. So I'm just like, Dave, just try to like putt out through the puddle. So it's like a 20 second video of him hitting like four putts. He'll hit a putt. It goes like two feet into like a thing of, of, of water. And he did it like five times and then finally taps in and like acknowledges a fake crowd. And we've had accounts on Instagram, like posting it without giving us credit. And our followers will like tag us. And then we'll, we'll like contact that account and be like, you know, it'd be nice if you gave us credit for posting our video or like our content. Yeah. So that, that's like the most, that's the most, uh, animated, I guess you might say, just because that's kind of an unwritten rule in like the video creator world. Just like if, if you're going to post somebody else's content, you got to at least give them credit. Like there's nothing legal you can do about it. Like you can't, you know, you can't really enforce it, but that's kind of the, like at the start of our thing, we'd have people sending in videos to us. And if Dave and I were just like, if we watched it a few times and we just like thought it was hysterical, we'd post it on our account and then just say like via and then tag their Instagram that sent us just to give them credit. And people love that, love doing that too. They'd send us in videos, we'd review them and then post the really funny ones. So we've, but, but the interactions with our followers and, and we've done like polls, we've done tournaments and like voting on Instagram store. So we've played, we, you know, we love the interactions with, with people and, and taking their feedback, but. The only, uh, the only good thing about the haters is that they help you grow your channel because they're, they the, they're the ones in the comments and then all your followers will defend you in, in the comments and then you don't have to do anything and it just works itself out. You're right, dog. Yeah. That's happens. That's happened a lot where people come to our, or even just like if they, if, cause I'm sure people who follow us, if they like golf, they follow other golf accounts. We have people tag us all the time, just, you know, at top that one and it goes right into our inbox and like a video, like if, a, if another channel posts our content without tagging us, our followers will make us aware of it because they want us to get our due credit. And then we contact that account and say, you know, please give us credit for our video. So yeah, you're right. The, we kind of just like, we don't really, we don't really lash out at people who do hateful comments or, you know, they have a right to follow us if they like us. And if they don't like us, they can unfollow us. Mm-hmm. It's just a follow, you know, it's, we're not going to stop making videos because Jimmy underscore do two doesn't like the video idea we did. So, <laughs> yeah, but we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. It's gotten us, it's gotten us farther than we could have ever imagined. So we're just going to keep, Mm-hmm. keep doing what we're doing making new content new yeah. ideas i mean don't stop i enjoy it i like thank you it. yeah and, and dog maybe we'll have you out here at ecc sometime soon we've already it's been great having uh obviously mike was coming out to coming back to rochester for yeah. you know for medic for not so great reasons unfortunately with his <laughs> you know with what's what he's been dealing with with his injury but it's allowed us to have two great matches with him and you know his brother phil and his, his buddy Nick was, was out here for the first time. And yeah. so you know, it, it's led to some, 
pretty great times. And I'll, we're, be, we're... I'll be there uh, next year at the PGA. I'm gonna come oh, really? Back. Okay. I'll be up well, there. we'll have to, we'll have to get to, oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually uh, going to be a, a walking scorer for that. Nice. So I'm going to be, so I'll be there and we'll, we'll have to arrange something and get you out to ECC <laughs> yeah. in some oh, way to I'll film a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Hey, we're at this point, we, you know, we try to keep, cause ECC, it is our backyard. We don't give out our address. We don't like, we try not to like show too much without, obviously yeah. we have to show the yard, but we want to maintain, we, we like to think of it as the most exclusive, you know, there's Augusta national, which is like yeah. ultra. We like to think of ECC as the most exclusive country club in the entire country. I love it. Just because there's so many, like Mike, you're, whether whether you want to think about it or not you're like a handful of like maybe 20 or 30 people who have yeah. think about all think about the millions of people who have seen our videos or come across them you're one of 20 or 30 people who've actually played it which yeah, I mean, hopefully hopefully that's pretty cool for you how many, cool. <laughs> how many uh members do you have currently <laughs> so member i'd put members in quotations just because we don't have like an actual like it's our bit so our family we have a, a couple family friends like my dad's uh, really good buddy from high school um, plays out there all the time and well a lot of people like I'd honestly consider pretty much members we consider people who played there like multiple times they're people you know people we've had out and and just gotten a really good vibe from like Mike so technically we'd consider like Mike a member oh, just is... because it's just because it's so exclusive That's... you know we don't just, yeah we don't just hand out memberships like Oprah so <laughs> you it's <laughs> awesome well yeah, Craig, i think you know something that i learned is like you know when you put stuff out there you give yourself a chance to wake up to that really cool dm right you give yourself a That's chance exactly to move on to adams or just talk to him or rob kardashian follows you but like yeah that I, i'm more i'm more like alarmed at that than <laughs> i mean it's still pretty cool because the you kardashians okay? are obviously <laughs> like a obviously the kardashians are a big you know well-known famous family but yeah but it's yeah like... just certain people who have followed like we have mm -hmm. like we, obviously the blue check mark I, for those who know instagram the blue check mark someone who's verified and who has some level of notoriety or um right. famous well-known person so anytime we you know anytime i see someone like that like the the colts kicker last year um he he played he was the because their their starter got injured, and this guy named Michael Badgley, who I didn't even know of, he was the backup, and he ended up starting for the as the Colts kicker for most of last season. Michael Badgley. So we just like we talked to him for a while, like right before his playoff game. I DM'd him and was just like, "Good luck, man. We'll be watching this weekend." And he's like, "Appreciate it. Keep the videos coming." So just stuff like that, yeah. you know. And then I turn on the TV and I watch him actually playing an NFL game. So it's just. Right. And yeah, just to, you know, just to kind of wrap up how I feel about the account and just social media in general, social media does get a bad stigma in my mind. Obviously there's a lot of bad stuff that have happened with it, but if you, if you enter the right spaces, have the right intentions, it's like the greatest thing in the world. It can connect you to literally anyone and you never, you just never know what could come of it. Just try to, and it allows you to like grow as a person. Because, you know, I would have never even been able to do this podcast because I, you know, I was always quiet and I'm not Dave. My brother and I are polar opposites. He's outgoing, loves to talk. You know, I'm more of a 
behind the scenes. That's why I, I'm the nickname, the cameraman by everyone on the channel. Because mm -hmm. right. I like to I like to come up with all the ideas, but I've really grown and become more extroverted. And, you know, it just it's it, it really just it the 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 windows that can open for someone just any and it's not that ours is our specific area just happens to be golf but there's there's infinite numbers of ways people can get involved on social media in a good way and it could really it can connect you with at like someone really cool who who you're a fan of like us with Devante, and then and then you know down the road you could meet them or play golf with them or do whatever you know do whatever you love watching them do, you could do it with them. So right. Yeah. Just, I mean, you just absolutely never know. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, if you've done a wonderful job on the podcast and I would never Thank guess you. that yeah. you're introverted, but Doug and I have done, you know, the podcast just kind of for fun as well. And yeah. right. we've met and talked to some people that, you know, and we never would have talked to if it wasn't mm -hmm. for the podcast. And uh, like you said, I think there's, there's also like an infinite amount of ways that you can, you know, benefit from social media and uh, whether it be a podcast or Instagram, TikTok, whatever that right. aren't, that aren't just like, Oh, you know, you have a million followers and then you, you know, post like advertisements and then you get paid for it. Like there's so many different people. And even if, you know, at the very least, like you grow as a person and exactly. looking back on it, I've never even thought about it like that, but just doing this podcast has, I would say it's helped me grow and mm -hmm. it's been something fun that sure. Dude, enjoy and, and have fun with yeah podcasts and then you can real like like you did with me ask great questions get to learn more about other people and podcasts are really like i know so many people who listen to them obviously if people are listening to this they're listening to yours yeah. podcasts are an awesome way to you know grow topics or talk about stuff that interests people for sure but well, we appreciate you taking time yeah, thanks, craig. craig it was nice chatting with you thank you boys appreciate yeah. it and, and uh hopefully dog will get you out at ecc next year oh yes. i'll make my way out there i want to become a special <laughs> member oh yeah oh yeah thank we'll, you guys we'll have everything down below so you can go follow yep top, top, that, one. top that one on i on instagram and tiktok is that right craig yep and and if they want to follow on youtube, and YouTube. As well. subscribe on youtube yeah yep. like and subscribe. top that one top yep. that one all right see you guys <laughs>